0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد قال الله تبارك وتعالى وما تقدموا لأنفسكم من خير تجدوه عند الله هو خيرا وأعظم أجراه واستغفروا الله إن الله غفور رحيم وَقَالَ النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في رواية عن عبد الله بن عباس رضي الله تعالى عنه مرفوعا قال كل صدقة كل خ... كما قال عليه الصلاه والسلام الدال على الخير كفائليه والله يحب إغاثة اللحفان او كما قال عليه السلام صدق الله العظيم وبلغنا رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين let us recite Durud Sharif. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina wa Mawlana Muhammad. Wa ala ala Sayyidina wa Mawlana Muhammad wa Barik wa Sallim. Ya Rabbi salli wa Sallim daiman abada. Ala Habibika khairil khalqi kullihimi. Um, Amma ba'd. kiram, respected elders and dear brothers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed our success in dunya and akhirat in actions that are pleasing unto Him. Sometimes a person does one act, but that one act is so beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses that one single act For the salvation of that person And his freedom from the fire of Jahannam And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enters him into Jannah On the basis of one single act Therefore my dear friends We should not take any good act to be small No matter how small In our eyes, it may appear to be a very small action. But, in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that what we thought is small, may be very great in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And on the basis of what we thought was small, but was big in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can make the decision ...of the entry of that person into Jannah. Nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned very clearly... ...in one narration, لا تحقيرن من المعروف شيئًا لا تحقيرن من المعروف شيئًا ولو أن تلقى أخاك بوجه طليق O oh people, do not regard any good deed to be small... Don't trivialize any good deed. And then Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa goes on to explain, even if you have to meet your brother with a smiling face, don't even regard that as a small, as, a, as something small or trivial. I mean, what does a smile cost? Which has become very expensive, by the way, in our times. At least that has brought a smile for some people. That doesn't cost a person nothing. It doesn't cost a person anything. But it is a big deed in the eyes of Allah. And Abiy Kareem went to say went on to say that don't regard any small action as small, even if it is to smile at your brother. Because perhaps that one smile that you gave your brother could become the means of your entry into Jannah. When Allah SWT wants to give, then Allah SWT looks for every excuse. Let us create many excuses for Allah ta'ala to show mercy on us, and to be compassionate towards us, and to forgive us, and to give us salvation. From the fire of hell and to grant us entry to Jannah. Let us create many excuses, my dear brothers. Every day of our life we have an opportunity to create an excuse for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enter us into Jannah and to save us from the fire of hell. Every day, those that will grab they will be the lucky ones. Especially, in this day and age when there's so much of darkness in the world, when there's so much of oppression in this world, when there's so much of evil in this world, when there's so much of corruption in this world, when there's so much of vices in this world, when there's so much of immorality in this world, when there's so much of immodesty and shamelessness in this world, at a time like this, anybody who does good deeds will be rewarded handsomely by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Rabbul Izzat will give that person great, great rewards. But at the same time, remember. That we must always safeguard and protect our deeds from getting destroyed by the destroyer of good deeds. Remember this part. Quranic ayat Allah SWT tells us in the Quran. Very important principle Allah SWT explains in this ayat of the Quran. Allah SWT says to us in this ayat of the Quran, Man ja'a bil hasanati falahu ashru amthaliha. Man ja'a bil hasana falahu ashru amthaliha. The one who comes with the good deed on the day of Qiyamat, the one who brings the good deed on the day of Qiyamah, he will have his deed minimum multiplied by ten. The Principle that Allah SWT is explaining in this ayat is very very important for us to understand. Allah SWT is saying the one who brings a good deed, the one who comes with a good deed. Allah SWT did not say, Man falahu The one who does a good deed will get it multiplied by 10. Meaning that just doing the deed is not enough but to preserve that deed and then to bring and come with that deed to Allah SWT on the day of Qiyamah, that is without destroying that deed with any destroyer of good deeds, then we will secure the reward. So we have to be very careful whilst we are doing good deeds and Allah give us tawfiq to do many good deeds in the life of this world. And I will shortly explain three good deeds that have been mentioned in this narration of the hadith which I quoted to you. The narration of Abdullah bin Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhuma Three small deeds have been mentioned. The Tawfiq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I will try to explain these as briefly as possible. But before we get there, we have to be very careful... Of the destroyer of deeds. And there are many destroyers of deeds. And one of the destroyers of deeds is pride and looking down on other people. May Allah save us. In the times of the Ambiya Ali of the past, there was one person who was very pious. He did many good deeds. And there was another person who was a big sinner. The sinner came towards the pious person, hoping to take duas from him and to gain some spiritual benefit from him. He came to him in humbleness, in humility. When the pious person saw this sinner coming towards him, he became puffed up with arrogance and pride. And he told him, go away from here. Don't come near me. You are involved in so much of sin and evil. Don't come near me. Allah subhanahu wa Taala sent... Revelation to one of the Nabi's of that time. And he said, go and tell both the servants of mine, that start off from zero again. You who are a sinner, all your sins have been wiped out, start from zero again. And you who are pious, you also start from zero, all your good deeds have been wiped out. Allah save us from the destroyer of deeds. Many a times we do many good deeds, but at the same time, We do not preserve and protect our deeds. And we allow the destroyer of deeds to destroy those deeds. And then we are empty handed. And we think we have a lot of deeds that we'll take with us. But a person will be shocked on the day of Qiyamah to see that I've got nothing. My account is zero. Like a person has been accumulating in his account and depositing and depositing and depositing but he does not know that somebody fraudulently got his banking details and overnight emptied his whole account and now he got a zero balance and he's wondering what happened to all the monies that I was depositing all this time and the thief of of wealth came and stole his money like that the thief of deeds will come and steal our deeds away, may Allah save us. So going on to the three deeds that have been mentioned by Abdullah bin Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhu, from this narration of Nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What are the three deeds? Kullu ma'roofin sadaqa. Number one, every good deed is counted as sadaqah in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We must remember one or two important principles about the word sadaqah. The word sadaqah is not necessarily financial. Many people think of sadaqah only as charity. Yes, charity is one aspect of sadaqah, but it is not necessarily the only aspect of sadaqah. Sadaqa is a very vast word. It's an act of giving, but giving doesn't have to be f- monetary. It doesn't have to be financial. A person can give in many other ways. A person can give spiritually. A person can give by way of dua to someone. A person can give by way of counseling and advice. A person can give by way of support to someone. A person can give in the form of physical assistance to somebody. A person can give by teaching someone, guiding someone. These are countless ways of giving, countless modes of sadaqah, and sadaqah is not confined just to the financial aspect. That is one aspect, but there are countless other ways in which sadaqah can be given. And therefore Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Used to emphasize a lot on the importance of sadaqah to Sahaba kiram. On one occasion, he mentioned to them that every one of you has got 360 joints in his body, and every one of you has to give a sadaqah for every joint of the body. Sahaba kiram were very disturbed. They said, "O Nabi of Allah." We don't, we can't manage. We won't be able to afford it. How are we going to be able to give a sadaqah for every joint? 360 joints every day we must give a sadaqah. The Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went on to explain to the Sahaba that the word sadaqah, the concept of sadaqah is not necessarily monetary but it encompasses various aspects and he explained various actions and he said, At the end of it all, just two rakats of salah at the time of chash or to duha, the mid-morning salah, two rakats, nafil at that time is equivalent to giving 360 charities on behalf of every joint of your body. Subhanallah. How generous isn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that for two rakats we get the reward of giving a sadaqah of our whole body, every joint. And it it can be done every day. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa also explained to the Sahaba kiram that sadaqah is to say, La ilaha illallah, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, allahu akbar. These are all forms of sadaqah. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, For any one of you to help your brother. Physically, with any need, to load his animal, is sadaqa. To help him mount onto his animal, is sadaqa. In our day and age, people are not riding on animals generally. But we got different forms of transport. You're helping somebody to load their... The boot of the car is sadaqah. You're helping someone to offload, it is sadaqah. You're helping a crippled person to get into the car, it is sadaqah. You're helping a wheelchair person to push him, maybe to get him up the ramp or to get over some obstacle, is sadaqah. These are all acts of sadaqah. Dabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam widen the scope of sadaqah that all of this falls into the category of sadaqah. Kullu marufin sadaqah. Every good deed is sadaqah. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam even went on to explain that to give a person a glass of water is also sadaqah. And to bring happiness to the heart of a Muslim is sadaqah. A simple act like to make somebody happy to say something, to do something, to bring happiness to the heart of a Muslim, especially in an age when people are hurting one another's feelings and looking at ways and means, how can I hurt that person's feelings even more? How can I put him down even more? In this zamana and age of fitna and fasad, when people are enjoying, putting people down, degrading people, hurting people's feelings and so on. At such a time, if a person does the good deed of bringing happiness to someone, subhanallah, what a great reward. It's a great sadaqah. To smile, as I mentioned earlier on, at a Muslim brother, to bring happiness to him, is a sadaqah. My dear friends, various actions that we regard as trivial, that we regard as unimportant, that we regard as insignificant, in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all those things will count. And the value of these deeds will be really seen on Yomul Qiyamah. But remember again, the important principle I want to reiterate: as long as we do not allow the destroyer of deeds to destroy those deeds, we preserve those deeds, we keep those deeds intact, and we do not allow anything to destroy. Because Allah Almighty mentions about charity in the Quran, and He speaks about the high rewards of charity, and what other will there be for charity? and the big big you know blessings that will come to a person who gives charity but allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also warns in the same passages of the quran that be careful not to destroy your charity be careful of the destroyers of charity ya amanu la manni one side Allah subhanahu is saying, مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ يُنفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ كَمَثَلِ حَبَّةٍ سَبْعَ سَنَابِلَ فِي كُلِّ سُمُولَةٍ يَتُحَبَّ وَاللَّهُ Allah subhanahu is speaking about multiplying the rewards of one act, one, one charity, 700 times and more but in the same passages allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also warning ya amanu la bilmanni you gave your charity well and good mashallah, you did your good deed well and good be careful of the destroyer la don't destroy your charity what bilmanni by giving uh, pain and giving embarrassment and hurt to the person who you gave the charity. You're telling him hurtful words. You gave him charity but you're giving him hurtful words after that. You are destroying your charity. You're destroying the reward and the thawab of it. Don't go and uh, mention and speak and try to exert authority over that person because you gave charity to that person. That will destroy the rewards of the charity. So, there are countless ways of earning reward and sawab. Kullu marufin sadaqah. Every action, good deed, is a form of sadaqah, it is a charity. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to accumulate that. So that these are the things that will help us on Yomul qiyamah And thereafter, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, أَدَّالُ al الْخَيْرِ Kafailihi. Before I get there, I also want to mention that yes I did say in the beginning that charity and sadaqah is not necessarily monetary but monetary charity is also a very important form of sadaqah it is a very important part of sadaqah monetary charity to help people out to spend on the needy, those that are distressed, those that are impoverished Those that are in need. Whole Quran and Hadith is filled with encouragement to spend, and to spend, and to spend. Helping the widows, helping the orphans, helping one's poor relatives, helping people, feeding the the, the hungry, giving the thirsty water, arranging water for people where there are shortages of water. And more and more we are seeing that around us, the collapsing of the infrastructure, and the disruption of the supplies, whether it is power, whether it is water supplies, more and more we are witnessing that, people are desperate, days have gone past, they don't have supply, water supply, this is the time when, we have an ideal opportunity, to reach out, and subhanallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not confine these rewards only to Muslims, but to all his makhluk, and to all his creation, whether they be Muslim or non-Muslim, whether they be human or animals, to help everyone, this is rewarded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The reward is there. So, the monetary form of charity... Huge rewards, especially in this day and age, when we know the economies of the world are going down and down and down, and the prices of commodities are going up and up and up, and the basic, you, you, basic necessities of life are becoming unaffordable for many people. People are barely making it to pay their utilities, and to put food on the table, and to manage the rental. They are working hard. They are trying to hold their jobs, but they are not getting enough income to able to manage their monthly expenses. Your neighbor, look at his condition, look at his situation. Your family people, look at their situation, wherever help is needed. Go and render assistance. Allah has given us surplus. That surplus must be used for the assistance of the the poor, the needy, the indigent. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. Man mu'minin kurbatan. The person who takes away some difficulty of a Muslim brother in this world, Allah will take away his difficulties on the day of Qiyamah. The one who is there for assisting his brother, in the hour of his need, Allah will assist him in the hour of his need. Satar Allah dunya wal akhirah. He conceals the fault of a Muslim. Allah will cover his faults in dunya and akhirah. These are the things to be done. These are the things that are beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the world needs more of this, especially in the age of fitna and facade and darkness and evil and vice and corruption and immodesty and immorality and shamelessness. In that day and age, every good deed, the rewards are more enhanced and more rewarded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because there's very less of it happening. Thereafter, Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned that the one who encourages people towards good. One, the first part was do good yourself. Try and do as much good as you can. But then don't stop there. Encourage other people also to do good. Don't encourage people to do the wrong things. That is what is happening in this day and age. People have been encouraged towards wrong, towards vice, towards evil. Friends are inviting friends. You know, I'm going there. There's a thing happening there. Come join me. Now, instead of taking him to masjid, taking him to some good activity, taking them towards a place of evil, or an evil environment, or an evil deed. So, the one who encourages somebody towards good, it is as if he did the good himself. If you encourage 10 people to do one good deed, then you will get the reward of whatever good those 10 people did, you get the reward of that. If you encourage 100 people, you get the reward of 100 people. How easy Allah SWT has made it for us. And today we have technology... Social media, which can be used for good and bad, which can be used to promote virtue, and it can be used to promote vice, use it to earn rewards, not to earn sin. A person uses the social media, sends a dua, on his group to people. Sends a piece of advice to the people. People receive it. Somebody gets inspired. They make amal on it. He sends out a sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alaihi every day. Somebody receives it. They, they practice on it. Subhanallah. ad wal al kafaili. Every person that practices on it, you will get the reward. And now in conclusion, my dear brothers. Tomorrow, inshallah... There will be a gathering of the youth here at masjid Al hilal Tomorrow after Asr, five o'clock Asr, Salah will be early tomorrow. And there will be a gathering for the youth from Asr till Isha time. And the purpose of gathering the youth is to give them encouragement. The same part that I mentioned, adal wal al kafaili, encouraging them that you become good and go and encourage your friends also towards good. So the purpose of this gathering is to get our youth here, gather them, talk to them, advise them, encourage them, and encourage them to go out in the path of Allah, to spend some time in the path of Allah. In we don't know. Every one of those youngsters could become a shining star. Their lives will be made. They will become good muslimin. They will become good believers. They will become strong believers. They will become good human beings. They will become good fathers. They will become good husbands. One person gave encouragement to one youngster. That youngster came, his life changed. Allahu Akbar, You you, like we say, you cashed in. You cashed in, big time. Because you are the purpose, you are the means of encouraging that one youth whose life changed thereafter. He made an effort and he changed somebody else's life. And that person changed. This is what we call, you know, what do you call it? Chain. Chain marketing, chain business. Hmm? No, it's, it's a halal pyramid scheme. Permissible. Because now every person in that scale, in that pyramid, is getting rewarded by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Whatever may Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, has given us to earn, ajr, to, to gain reward, to gain thawab. So we say, brothers, encourage the youth to come for the program. Encourage them, our children. The holiday time is coming, as it is. There's restrictions. So let us encourage our youth to go out in the path of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. They will become at least better children to their parents. Your son will become a better son because, because he will realize what is the status of, your, of a father. He will realize what is the status of a mother. When he goes out in the path of Allah, he will understand the importance of salah. He, the basics of Islam will come right. Therefore, let us encourage inshallah our youth to attend this program. And encourage them to go out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the more Jamaat go out in the path of Allah, SWT, especially our young brothers, it will make a very, very big difference in their lives. Oh, and our community will change. We'll have a better generation of Muslims for the future if the youth change, inshaAllah.